celebrated every year in honor of Queen Moremi Ajasuru. It is said that long ago, raiders raided Ileife. The people of Ileife thought that the raiders were spirits and they thought that they were a punishment from their gods for the sins they had committed. So the people of Ileife gave sacrifices to their gods, but this didn't help. The raiders continued to raid Ileife. Queen Moremi at this time was the wife of the king Oromio of Ileife. She was so distraught by what her people were going through. She went to visit the goddess Ishimiri. The goddess advised her to let herself be captured by the raiders. The raiders were referred to as the Ubu people. But the goddess asked that she would collect a price. Queen Moremi did not argue. She allowed the raiders capture her. And when she got amongst them, she found out that they were in spirits but normal people who dressed up in palm front camouflage just to scare the people of Ileife. One day, she found a way to escape back to Ileife and told the people the secrets of the, Ib- of the Igbo people. So one, once the Igbo people came to Ileife to raid them again, the people of Ileife were ready. They had their torches and they torched down the raiders. That was the last that the people of Ileife saw of the raiders. Moremi went back to the Ishimiri goddess to give thanks, but the goddess asked that she give her her only son. Moremi begged and begged, but the Ishimiri goddess said she had agreed. Moremi mourned the death of her son. The story went round Ileife and the people of Ileife went down to the river to mourn with Queen Moremi and from that day pledged to be the sons and daughters of Queen Moremi because of her bravery and the help she rendered to the people of Ileife. That is why the children of Ileife are referred to as the children of Moremi 
Achasuru, and she is forever eulogized and spoken of in legends, songs, books, and even plays. Moremi Ajasoro is renowned for her bravery and acts of heroism, and she is what the people of Ileife identify with. But the tale of Queen Moremi Ajasoro's bravery is not our point of focus today, but that of another brave young girl, an unlikely hero, if you will, a girl who, though through was afraid, pushed through those fears and united the people. This is the story of Binti, the protagonist of our read for the week with the same title, Bernadette Okorafo. The story whips themes of bravery, heroism, and balancing identity. Hello, I'm Zaliha. Welcome to NetGang NG a weekly podcast that explores stories in books, culture, arts, and from the perspectives of various creatives. The protagonist of this tale is inspired by the Himba people of northern Namibia in northern Africa. They are a semi-nomadic and pastoralist tribe with a population of about 50,000. The Himba women are especially famous for covering themselves with Oshi. That is the sound of a Himba woman making a oshe. The oshe is a cosmetic paste made from the okra rock, pounded and turned into powder, and mixed with butter fat made from animal milk, and then scented with the aromatic raisins of omuzumba shrub, which gives their skin and hair a reddish color. It protects them from the harsh weather of the desert and is the Himba ideal of beauty. These tribes have lived a secluded lifestyle until very recently as a means to survive they have started to allow people in. Although many of their educated generation are getting into new ways but they have upheld their identities for a long time. But studies have shown that with time, a few years from now, they may no longer have these cultural identities as they are now. Binti follows the tale of a young Himba girl in a future intergalactic world where humans can move in space. She has written a planetary exam and passed and offered a scholarship to study at Omza University, a prestigious university located on another planet with only 5% of its population being human beings. The rest of them are 
different creatures. The story speaks of her struggles with leaving her home and coming in contact with the alien tribe of the Medusa, a jellyfish-like looking beings that killed the entire spaceship leading to the university, except Pinti. They needed to retrieve the stinger of their chief Medus that was taken from them forcefully. It's a wonderful short story told with impeccable imagery and wonderful penmanship. The central theme, however, that surrounds this story is the acts of bravery and heroism and balancing of cultural identities. And as I said earlier, it's going to form the basis of our discussion today. What is this cultural identity that we speak of? Cultural identity refers to a person's sense of belonging to a particular culture or group. But it can be much more complex than that. According to Myron Lustig, a researcher and author of Intercultural Competence, cultural identities are central to a person's sense of self. He states that normally people internalize the beliefs, values, norms, and social practices of their culture and identify with it. This culture becomes a part of their self-concept. So let me ask you, listening to me now, if someone asked you the question, who are you? Would it be so easy to answer? Of course, you can come up with a myriad of answers about various identities of your self-concept. Like, for example, I could say I am a Yoruba, Nigerian book lover living in North Africa who is interested in science, traveling, and food. But we both know that I or you are more complex than that. But it's easier to just identify that way. You are a product of various identities that have merged into one. So I also ask you, can you say you are an original or just the version that has enveloped you all your life? Do you think you could form your own identity by being more cautious and certain about what and who you want in the makeup of this yourself? Are we who we say we are because of all these various identities that have been subconsciously forced on us or because of how we choose to identify? Let's say you were born into a Yoruba Muslim home. Now you, as a Nigerian, now you identify as Nigerian, Yoruba, Muslim. Because that's just what you have learned. But these only form a part of your identity. And sometimes it basically sets the tone of how you look at other cultures. It sets the tone for how you judge others, sort of. 
It also sets the tone for how you interact with your environment, except of course you create other identities for yourself that helps you to adapt, to understand. These same questions bogged Binti, the protagonist of this novella. When she left her home and everything that she had known as her identity, her people and their lifestyle. One of them being that the Himba never left their home. They never ventured into space like the other humans on earth or even out of their own homelands on earth. One of the parts of the book that showed us how much the Himba never left their home was where her mother said to her, we stay put. Our ancestral land is life. Move away from it and you diminish. The Himba in this story feared change and did not take part in it. It is part of what made the Himba who they were. But maybe the Himba did not fear change, but feared the loss of their major identity if they ventured out of their hands. I mean, they robbed their soil and their skin. Many times than not, we ourselves have become a version of what our original cultural identities were. Although this may not necessarily be a bad thing. Take for instance the fact that many people have to compromise their way of life when they relocate to other lands just so they can function in those communities. But I don't think it makes them lose their essence or their identity, but it creates a new kind of identity that encompasses all of these various places. Another part of the book that links to Binti's struggle with her identity was where her mother as well said this to her. There is a reason why our people do not go to that university. Omza University wants you for its own gain, Binti. You go to that school and you become its slave. Do you think this statement was said in truth or out of fear and a need to keep the himba in check. Although some of our old truths can be rewritten in new ways, does this in any way remind you of some of our great African exports who search for a greener pasture? Example, in Nigeria where I live, medical practitioners are daily exported to foreign countries for greener pasture. But then they the country itself is left without bright minds and innovators. Let's even leave medical practitioners. Like a lot of Nigerian bright minds are seen in other countries where they excel greatly. But that all that is also a discredit to like the the situation of of the countries per se. But do you think that in some way that kind of migration or immigration immigration diminishes their identity when they eventually birth their children who know nothing of their home country and then their generations and generations after that just forget these roots? Another part that helped Binti gain clarity over her identity was when on the ship, her group leader when on the, sh- on the ship on the way to the university, her group leader asked her why she wore so much oshe 
on her skin and steel anklets that made no, so much noise when she walked and the answer was I am Himba do we just identify as who we are because that is all we know or because that is what we have been we have explored and understand do you just answer questions when put to you that why do you act the way you do and then you say oh because I'm Nigerian or because I'm South African or no because I'm American do we just say this even though it doesn't work at that point in time and our human by our human senses are supposed to help us to adapt the knowledge and inf- new information we get from new communities helps us to understand and then adapt and then act wisely in some way or do you think that is because anyways she eventually told the group leader that her Ochi was a part of her beauty regimen and the anklets protected her from snake bites. But she was on a spaceship where there were no snakes. Does adapting to our new environment help us to refine our identities and create new ones for us as they no longer serve the purpose that they did? Now look within yourselves. There are some things that you have learned as part of who you are growing up. Now you have moved from place to place and you've seen different people. Do those strong beliefs still need to hold water or do you think it's a dilution of your own identity? Anyways, Binti again gained clarity when she met other girls like her who were not too worried about whether she was Himba or whether she was Kush, the majority tribe in this book. They were just joined together by their love for Matt. Now, all of the people on that ship were going to the university because of their love for science. So she found a new community and now her identity has grown again. Finally, on identity, Binti, on coming across the Medus, the alien tribe I was talking about in the beginning, and agreeing to become their ambassador, she eventually grew Medus-type hair, and her physical appearance changed. Do you think that changing of our physical characteristics help us to become a better functioning members of new communities? Now, she was many things, not just Himba or Medus or a math cake. She was a young girl still finding herself. In Africa and in the world over, there are many people who are a mixture of different cultures, different identities, different tribes. In Nigeria, for example, you'll see people who are both Yoruba and Hausa or Hausa and Igbo. And then when they're in conversation with people who are just one-sided, like, oh, they're just pure Hausa or just pure Igbo, there's this conflict of interest. They, they don't, they sometimes are unable to balance where they stand. But kudos to all those people who have been able to balance their identities and make it more rounded. In this world of ours, I think people continue to find themselves depending on how much they expose themselves to new realities. On the theme of heroism and bravery, 
this theme also stuck in this book. When you when you think of heroism, what do you see? Do you see a particular gender? Do you see a particular tribe? Do you see a particular person who has everything in place? Who has an idea of what everything is? What, what do you see? Heroism comes from the Greek word heros, meaning demigod, exhuming courage and valor. But that is not all what heroism is. This book totally changes the way you see heroes or what it feels like or looks like to be a hero. Binti found her voice and courage in fear and became the hero of the Medusa because of that fear. She, her identity also helped her. The culture which she was leaving behind had molded her for that particular moment. Minty faced isolation, oppression, and a need to fit in quietly and still ended up the unlikely hero of our book. So what does it mean really to be a hero? Do you have to be from a certain class or have to have some kind of supernatural powers? Or do you think ordinary people end up as heroes? I don't think that it is the ordinary people though. But that's just my opinion. There are many exciting underlying themes in the book, such as racism, oppression, classism, a need to travel, and even the sweetness of communication. A lack of communication caused a whole lot of damage in this book. And in the end, communication was what brought peace. I do recommend this book to everyone. And don't worry, even if you are not a big sci-fi fan, the book does not overwhelm you with sci-fi jargon. But it still keeps science fiction lovers with their wheels spinning. It's a very short read and you should be done in a very short time. My favorite quote from this book is, My body was shuddering so hard that I could imagine what it would be like to die from terror. It is such a short sentence, but describes emotions that I hadn't thought words could describe. It took me back to my first year university in the northern part of Nigeria and the news of a terrorist attack at our hostel. I remember how I felt that day, how afraid and terrified I was, so much so that my body shivered so much from fear. I thought I was going to die. But this is probably a better description of that emotion. Another favorite quote of mine from the book was, I am Binti Ikeopara Zuzu Damba Kaipa of Namib. I considered speaking its single name to reflect its cultural simplicity compared to mine. This was the statement of Binti when she was addressing the Medus, one of the Medus whose name is Oku. You know how as Africans or like various tribes of the earth, we usually have more than one name. In fact, in the Yoruba culture, you're entitled to at least three names, each from various members of your extended family. 
three is such a short <laughs> it's just like most people who are from nigeria understand what i'm talking about you definitely have a name from every single extended member of your family it's kind of connected you to your heritage and to your family and kept the family together one of the major cultural aspects of africans is being is our relationship with family so binti saying that their culture was simple literally just put my like brought my attention to this particular fact of ours so i could ask what is in a name so when you hear people tell you that oh my name is for instance zelia temitope ojo usman it tells you a certain part of their history it tells you who they are connected with they tell you how the family sees the child <laughs> anyways i leave you with this so maybe you started out unsure of who you are or you have feelings of being isolated or feelings of not being able to figure stuff out you feel like time may be running away from you I dare say that your plot is getting even juicier. And when your moment comes, and I believe it would, cuz you have magic inside of you. Do seize it and save the day. You are your plot's hero. <laughs> Till later. Epinaba. Oh, that's goodbye. You know Shehemba language. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If so, please remember to subscribe and share with all your friends, family, and frenemies cuz that's what we do here at Net Gang NG. We like to educate and join people together. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you rather join the gang? <laughs> with love from Lagos, Nigeria. <laughs>